Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroesfilm.com to get tickets now. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to reu hotels and resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. That's right, y'all. Michael talks to everybody. And I'm here today to talk to a wonderful young actress as well as a great teacher of the craft. She eats, sleeps, and drinks this thing. I don't even think she has to think about it. I think she breathes the craft of acting. Uh, according to the uh, Internet, you've been doing this for five decades. You yes, know? sir. I mean, I hadn't graduated from high school while you was on Sanford and Son. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Because the one thing I heard in all that introduction that I love was young. This yes, <laughs> and you look so good too. Oh my God! Oh my God! You know, black—they say black don't crack. We black smoke it, crack. but we don't do it. That's all. Um, so, oh my God, Angela Gibbs, I'm honored to be able to speak to you. First of all, thank you. You know that I adore you and respect your craft. And when I can afford you. I come to you to get coached when I got a, a, a <laughs> gig to do. Give discount, so you you know. always give me the family discount. Yeah. And I mean, and when I work with you. Well, it was a pleasure working with you on that film, too. And thank you for that wonderful introduction. 
Yeah, thank you. I, I will say that I will challenge one part of that intro. I do think about it, and that's the thing we'll talk about. I, but I love the idea of breathing the craft because I think I do. I think I think you think it out. I think yes, you think it out. It. But when it's time to do the actual thing, I don't think you're in your head. I think you're in you're your right. heart. Yeah, oh, come yeah. on now. So, so <laughs> but the thing is, I, I've had the pleasure of being taught by you, you know, of, of learning how to really understand what the subtext is. You know, what what is the sentence really saying? I mean, I see the words, but what is he really trying to convey? You know, and I learned these things working with you. And I had so much confidence when I did Holiday Heartbreak, which is a perennial favorite every year. Thank you. Every year it runs. And I'm number one on the call sheet. I never had that. So, of course, I was terrified to be the lead <laughs> of the movie, had to carry the film and never had done it before. And, and with did. no help from nowhere. And you came in. You and my friend E-Baby, because E-Baby would run lines with me, you know, and then you would show me how to make the lines make sense, you know. Yeah. And so, <laughs> right, right, right. And, and I understand other that they fly you in, too, to help other artists. That's right. You know? That's right. And, Michael, that scene with you at the graveyard, you know, we talked about that and talked about that. and whew. But did you believe it? I absolutely believed it. Oh, absolutely. shit. No, you slayed that one. You did. I did not know if it was believable or not. Yeah, you know what? You know why? And and I've gone through that. When just what you said, when you're out of your head and not thinking about, I want to do this on this line, and or I didn't do that with mm -hmm. you, or in your heart, it doesn't feel like you did anything. You don't right. even know what you've done because you were there in the moment, right? And that's when it's so touching. You can tell when someone's pushing, forcing, or manipulating, you know. And as audience, we don't want to be manipulated. You know, well, we are being manipulated. The thing about humanity is we're really, we really are connected on a soul level, right? So if I yes. see you getting ready to cry and trying not to cry, that's going mm -hmm. to probably make me cry because you've touched my humanity because that's what I do. I try not to cry, right? Oh, so, it trigger it. It, so even if you touch five out of a hundred, those five, their lives have been touched in a profound way. So we can't worry about, just like in real life, we can't worry about pleasing everybody, right? Okay. We gotta, and as an actor, that's what we're doing. We're stepping in the shoes of someone. So we're, 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 we're showcasing or expressing their humanity. Really ours is coming through. There, you know, right, 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 right. If, like you said, if we're worried about what they think, do I look good? Do I, is my camera, is this the right side? Is, you know, right. is the director happy? If we're there, we're not here. We're not here. We're out mm. there, right? So that's why, and, and I'm like you, when, when somebody says, was that good? Did you believe it? I'm like that too. And I've been doing it a long time because sometimes I'm so mm. gone, I don't really remember what I did. And it's hard to see it. And, then, and that's the other thing. How did you, I guess my question I want to ask you is, how did it feel for you to look at yourself work? Because I have a hard time still. Did you, were you able to look at yourself and see it objectively or were you judging yourself? Well, in general, it's hard for me to look at myself, but look at my own work. Even after the project is over, it's hard for me to see it. You know, um, but with that, I looked at a take or two before I went back to do more because I want to make sure I want to see what people are seeing. Yeah. It's just like when I teach about the comedy, two of the things we talked about, first of all, 
we stay out of our heads. So I don't care about the people who ain't laugh on the people who are judging. I look at the two people who are laughing yeah, and I focus on yeah. them. And I do my whole performance focused on them. And the other people watching will get it because that's, uh, what was the guy's Jessica Tandy? Remember Jessica Tandy and Hume Cronin? Do you remember them? An old white acting couple that was amazing. They the stayed on Broadway for about 25 years doing a, the, the Gin Game, a two-man Broadway show called The Gin Game. No. And, and as husband and wife, they played it for like over 25 years, but they've been in everything. Well, was you know, Jessica who, Tandy, the one that was in um, the movie with Morgan Freeman? Um, driving Miss Daisy. Didn't Jessica Tandy play that role? Older white woman. No, who right? did that? Who was she driving in just in um driving Miss Daisy? Wasn't that Shelly Went? Well, who was that? I thought it was Jessica Driving Miss Daisy crazy. I don't think that was Jessica Tandy, was it? I think so. We got we got our staff looking right now. Uh-huh. Driving Miss Daisy. I'm looking to see too. So they did yep, a black version Ms. of Daisy. that. Was that Jessica That's Tandy? Jessica Tandy and Morgan Freeman. That was Jessica Tandy. Because yeah. he also did the black sequel called Driving Miss Daisy Crazy. <laughs> and that, that way they only drove, drove through Compton and okay, parts of Inglewood. That was a movie. <laughs> but Jessica Tandy is the one who said that when you're performing, you perform for yourself. Yes. Because if you're trying to perform hoping that people will get it and like it and all that, then it's like, the fish, the sharks, they can smell yeah. the the blood and the water. Yeah. They can see you're in panic time. But when you just go out there and have fun and do it for you, yes. everybody else sees that you're having fun right. and they and they blend themselves into the fun. That's right. So that's one yeah, of the so like when I, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember we were talking about and something that was something I learned. It's like okay, so you do all this coaching, you spend all this time learning lines, you know, you rehearse. What do you get out of? Right. I mean, we're not just talking right. about the paycheck, but what do you get out of it? Right. And you as the artist, mm-hmm. it's like when you do comedy, we laugh because you're having a good time. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, yes. stuff is funny. Though. Let's just you know, it, yes. let's keep it real. You are funny. However, what's also funny that keeps us engaged is that you're having a good time. And so it's the same thing with acting. What do we get out of it after all that coaching and what we need to also have the experience. And that's what I think she's talking about. So if you're in your heart, you're going to have the experience mm-hmm. too. And there were right. times, I think you even mentioned this, and I know I've had it that moment right? where I want to go back and do it again because it was like, oh, it just felt so right. I was so there, you know, and it's like, oh, can I just, okay, we got to move on. All right. Okay. But, but you know what you taught me there? Wait till the director has the one he wants. And then ask, okay, now that you got what you want in the can, can we just do one more? Yes. Can I just have one more for me, just for shit and giggles? That's right. Especially when you're number one on the call sheet. You can do that. Yes. (laughs) And generally, that's the one they end up going with. Yes. Because yes. that one is the one that you're the most comfortable. You ain't worried no more. Right. You don't. You can't fight, fail on this one because they already got the shit That's in the right. can. That's right. So you just go out there and wild out and really be the true essence of what you think the piece could be. So I did that yes. with a dozen scenes for you. after you told me to ask. And I would just be asking, can I just, y'all got time for a little? Because after all, it's not film. So it's not like they're going to run out That's of right. film. It's, it's digital. That's right, the digital world. Yeah. And I watched, um, you know, I got a chance to with coach with some of the best out there in terms of directors. And Alejandro, uh, and I too, we worked with him on Birdman and then again, The Revenant. But the first time was Birdman. And I would watch him with these major actors like Michael Keaton and Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you go on mm-hmm. and on, Ed, Edward Norton. 
And he would run a scene over and over and over and over. And I was like, what is he doing? And, and he'd be getting some great stuff. But part of what he, his, his, well, there were things, he's a perfectionist, but part of it too was they would, they would get tired. And whatever nuances or, and I hate to say gimmicks, because I don't mean gimmicks, but whatever, you know, listen, when we run lines, we practice, we have a certain way we want to do it, period. That's just going to be the truth. Right, right. Now, how do you let that go? Right. And especially when you're working for a big director and you're around other A-list actors, you want to make sure you're doing your best. Right. He wears them down to all they have left is the truth. Mm, so he wears them down. And so with you asking, you do it for them, do it for them, do it for them. And then when you come back and you say, can I try one more? At that point, first of all, you know, they got what they want in the can. So you relax. So you relax. And now you're free to play and do you mm -hmm. and all and, and tell the truth. Well, or even more of the truth. Not that you weren't telling the truth in the other, you know, takes, but more of the truth from your soul. But it, it will also be more the better take for you because you have more freedom. Yes. You have more personal freedom right. because the fear is lifted. You already got your shit in the can. <laughs> they got what they need. That's, right. That's in the can. So if this don't work, ain't nobody mad. That's right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You like, and so many times is what you said. Sometimes you're doing, you go, okay, okay. Yeah, I like the other one better. Or... They'll, most of the time, they'll go, we like that one. I, like they did with you. We're going to go with that one. Yes. Yes. And then every time you do it, too. Also, there's, did you find this? Every time we do a take, there's something else that bubbles up inside you. Like, oh, I am a feeling or a thought. Or like, let me. Sometimes oh. you find something else, even without looking, because you keep doing it. And what's supposed to be natural is what happens. That's right. That's another reason for some of the directors having you do it again and again, because after a while you get so tired of doing it over. You just say, fuck That's it. Right. I'm just going to do what I'm feeling. That's, That's right. what I, this is it. And then, and that turns out to be the one that's the gym. Look, we got to go on a break. But before we go to a break, I need to tell people once again who I'm talking to, y'all. I'm talking to Angela Gibbs, you know. She's not just the daughter of one of the greatest actresses on the planet, Miss Marla that's Gibbs, who's my great, great friend and family. But Angela Elaine Gibbs <laughs> is an accomplished actress Five decades. I'm talking about she went all the way from 227. I want to hear that story. From Sanford and Son all the way to today, she's doing Hacks. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. One of my favorite shows is Hacks. This is Us. She did Black Jesus, which I think is another piece of genius work. Aaron Magruder is a genius, yes, is. you know, from Boondocks. You know, uh, you did uh, Think Like a Man and Think Like a Man, too. That's right. You know, so, and I mean, so, and and now you're currently even doing, they even run in suits. You're in suits. So, great accomplished actress, but not just that, a great, great acting teacher and coach on top of being an awesome, Thank you. awesome sister. We'll be right back. We're going to sell some soap or something. We'll be back in a pair of seconds. Hey, y'all, Michael talks to everybody. We'll be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroesfilm.com to get tickets now. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ibera Star Hotels and Resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. And we're black. So, Angela, you just you yes, were just I. telling me you got a new series. Yes, we are. Watu Wazuri <laughs> over here. Uh, you you um said you got a new series. You couldn't tell me much about it before. Tell me. Yeah, yeah. Last time we talked, it was I had you know I couldn't tell yet, but now we have had our first season. It's a show called mm-hmm. Not Dead Yet. It's on ABC. We were mid-season okay. replacement, and they put us right behind Abbott Elementary. So I think they really wanted us to win, right? And nice it stars Gina Rodriguez, a wonderful, wonderful, generous actress. Very funny. Awesome. She was Jane the Virgin. That series won her. And, and other things as well, but that's what people know her. She's um, brilliant. Yeah, we've got some great, got some great um, people on the ca- in the cast. And it's about a young woman whose life has just gone to shit, right? And uh-huh, uh-huh. nothing's worked out. She comes back home. Her marriage, her, her fiance left her. And all her friends are living the life she always wanted to live. So she finally lands this job writing obituaries at an old newspaper. Mm-hmm. And she used to be a journalist and was respected. Now she's writing obituaries in a cramped up little office. And what she finds out right. is everyone she writes about is not dead yet. So they pop up. So she's writing the obituary and they pop up, right? And no one can see them but her. So the first oh. person she writes about is my ex-husband, my husband who died, Right. And right, he introduces right. uh, her to me. We end up having this relationship with a younger woman, older sage, 
and I own a wine bar. My name is Cricket, and I have a Cricket Wine Down Bar, right? And all the cast will come in and out of there. They come to get advice, you know, and and it's a, I'll tell you what I love about this show. It's a comedy, yes. Mm -hmm. However, the people that created it are the producers, were the exec producers from This Is Us. So it's a comedy with heart. If you think about it, if somebody is showing up before they finally do their final Passover and transition, they're going to tell you she thinks her life is shit in their life, but you still have a chance. You still have life as long as you're here. So that lesson is always in there with each show, but it's it's, it's funny, very clever. So that's the show, Not Dead Yet. So we've been picked up for a second season, and we were supposed to be filming right now, and of course we're on strike. So Yay! That gives me an opportunity to interview so many more people. <laughs> they, ain't, they ain't as busy as they usually know, are, you so know? True. It's so true. And I've been out there striking. I've been on the line, too. Uh, me, too. Me and Malika yeah, went. Let me know next time. I want to come with oh, you all yeah. are. Let me see something. I want to show you this picture real quick. They can't. They probably can't see it at home, but this is me. And, oh, wait my minute. God, that ain't yes. me and Malika. That's my dude. That's my I dude. Love Danny he was out Trejo. Danny Trejo is going to come on and do this show. I just talked is to he? him on the plane with his son, and he's fabulous. But I had a picture so good. of me and her out there with our picket signs and everything, girl. We were taking it serious. No, that's my baby. That's right. Wow. Wait a minute. Okay, I can't find it right now, but trust me, this child came out. All right, anyway, let me get back to the interview. <laughs> I like I'm that getting so carried away. Thank you, but yes, that we are striking. We ain't doing no no films or television right, around here. Right we ain't now. writing nothing. Man, this is this is the dark versus the light. For really, we're at a, a seminal moment in in this industry for writers and actors, and it's got to change. And the greed, you know, now now we are part of public opinion. You've got a lot of people in the, that watch these movies and TV shows that are also out there coming out for with us because this is about greed. Period. It's about greed. That's right. The fans are coming out and joining That's us. That's right. That's you right. You know, because they know, they know we, mm-hmm. we're getting a, a bad shake, you know? Mm-hmm. I love that. But, you know, and that's what we have to do is, is stand our ground. Because, Michael, and you know this because you speak about this all the time. Mm-hmm. God is the source. The most high is the source. So we have to stand for what's fair, what's right. And know that, and know that we're taken care of. Know that we are taken care of because our source is not them so we could it's a david goliath moment you know and david was mm-hmm. god god had david's back so that's how we feel you know it's another great david and goliath moment did you see what happened in chicago when this man started beating up this guy's mother Ooh. and he ended up shooting him dead no Oh, man, right like five blocks from my mama's house in chicago what? at the famous polar sausage place what and the guy comes in, he's arguing with this woman. He's shouting all in her face. She's trying to buy food. And he tells her, you one more time, you open your mouth. She he says, I swear for my grandma, I'll knock you out. And hauled off and hit this woman harder than I've ever seen any man hit any man in the face. Then jumped on her and punched her a couple more times. Now, the other adults standing around did nothing. They did nothing during the argument. They did nothing to jump in and save her. But her 14-year-old son was standing there who she had already told, go back to the car when the argument started, but he wasn't going back to the car. You could see him working to get his pistol out. He got his pistol out after he hit his mama and shot him. The guy tried to run. He ran out in the the, uh, parking lot, shot him dead again. 
And so the, the conversation was, well, why did the kid have the gun? Or, you know, well, they should have raised the kid different. It was all kind of oh, stupid. Oh, about the kid. Okay. Thing about, about the, the kid man and then the woman. The kid. What about no, you're not about the grown-ups who stood around there and did nothing and to did protect nothing to the black woman, woman, you know? And so that little boy had to come to his mama's aid. And at first, the police arrested them immediately. The mother and the son arrested him for murder because he ran out, chased him into the parking lot and shot him again and killed him dead. But once they heard the story, I mean, within 30 minutes, they let them go. Okay. You know, because he did what he was supposed yes, to do. Yes, he did. He's supposed, he's supposed to protect his That's mom. That's right. You That's know, right. he did the right thing. And he didn't know if that guy was running to the car to get himself a gun. He had to end the situation. But that was David and Goliath oh, straight my. up. That little boy didn't care about the monster. He cared oh, about his mom. I'm ready to read up on that one. I missed that one. Oh, you're going to love that story. Oh, you're going to love goodness. that story. Oh. It's great. And was this, was this a white-black situation? Uh-uh. It's black people in the hood. Oh my! That's our, this our hood. And the guy behind the counter cooking a hot dog, he just kept his head down. He looked up. Nobody got involved in that. Nobody all. was helping to save this woman. And she wasn't backing down. We had one person on my show talking about, well, she should have known as a woman not to stand there arguing with him. She should have just walked off. Well, she's a person, too. Yeah. She has rights, too. And she has feelings like everybody Thank else. You. Thank How you, you just going to let him Thank stand you. there and disrespect her in front of her son and everything? Yeah, right. She wasn't supposed to go out like that. You know, I got to just make this miss this statement, Michael. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We, the black woman, and you, you know, we know this to be true. Statistically, is the least protected woman on this planet. That's right. And we are tired, just like as black people and black men, you all are tired. You know, of being pushed around by policemen and pushed around and and, and cast, you know, mentally, emotionally castrated. We as women are tired of being talked to like we have no rights. And I love it when I see a black man stand up like you just did and say, she, yeah. if a man can, fuss, you know what I mean? If he can get in her face and fuss, she can stand up for herself without getting beat right. down. That's her right. You know, so uh, but I always want to blame the victim first. You know what mm. I mean? So I'm thankful for it's that. It's easier because we scared of the bully. Yeah. yeah. So but when I see so black we, men run to the aid of black women, I'm like, yes. Woo. yes. I bet you was loving that boat in Alabama, oh, huh? Oh, I was. When these people came from everywhere, and once again, that was not about racism. That was about a people standing up for themselves. That's right. I saw that brother swimming across. Oh, my I God. I that moment. That brother was trying to hold it down by himself, but everybody came to his rescue. Everybody it. came to his I rescue. Grandmamas, grandmamas was hitting him. I mean, it was it was, it was a beautiful, a beautiful thing. thing. Not not that violence is beautiful and racism is never beautiful, right. but you got to stand up for your own. You do, you know. You do. Well, you my know, mama always. Malcolm X said, "You know, we we tired of singing. We shall overcome. You know, you found four little girls again. We're gonna sing. We shall come over." And that's what that come was on. about. Come on, that's right. We shall and come that's what over. Then they said, "Okay, we coming over." <laughs> Here's the problem with this show. It's only 30 minutes. Oh, man. You look up and it's over. We haven't even talked about anything. We, it's well, so we much stuff. About acting. We did do that. We did talk about acting. Yes, we had a good conversation on that. Tell me briefly the 227 story. You guys started that as a play first, right? Exactly. So Edmund Cambridge, who passed on West Rest's soul, um, brought me a play, asked me to talk Mama into doing it. Mama was busy opening the club and doing the Jefferson. So I had to convince her, which is funny. She was like, no, I don't want to do it. I was, Mama, please, Mama, please, Mama, 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 
please. <laughs> nice, and nice. She got in it, and we were we said just do it for a couple of weekends, get us going. People will come because you're in it, and then we'll recast. Blah blah blah. What she got in it, and the rest is history. And then she cast her sister from Detroit, Susie. She came out, and they were two women on the stump. It was written by a black woman, Christine Houston. It took place on a tenement in Chicago. And it got, it, it, it just was so successful that Norman Lear heard about it and said, I heard you out there. You got a plane. So he came out to see it. And then mm -hmm. he invited Brandon Tartikoff. And then the rest is history. It became a TV show. Mama became an executive producer. Come on, she somebody. She was not given the credit. She was given all rights and privileges. So she couldn't tell the cast. She couldn't tell a lot of people. But she, what I love about my mother is, is these things. I want to try to get them out real quick. She fought for diversity in writers. She fought for getting black, black uh, writers on board that weren't just term writers, but were there for the long haul because they used to hire us in short, you know, terms, right? Um, she got Christine Houston on. She made sure that she had a black man in the house with her because they wanted her to be a single woman. She fought for that. And then nice. she also fought to, to, to write about issues like homelessness and things like that. So my mother was such a trailblazer on her first show. She wasn't one of I those, like, it. I'm so happy to have this show. I'll just do whatever they say. That's right. She came in and um, she said, if you play the game, the, the game will play you. So I'm not playing no games. <laughs> I love it. I want you to come back because we need I to do come a back. part two. We got so much to talk about. Yes, sir. Let me ask you, have you ever read the book cover to cover? Alice in Wonderland. No, I have not. You know, when I was okay. young, I did because I had to do it for school. I looked at it. I don't know if I've ever read it through, but I'm going to read it page to page. It's so much amazing metaphysical lessons yes. Yes. in that book, yes. you know. Yes, it is. And, and yes, it they is. seem simple, like it's a children's book, but it's not. Have you ever read uh, Dr. Seuss's Oh, the Places You'll Go? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. This great metaphysical book that's, that's right. written as though it's a children's book, but tells this big story. And then I'm going to tell you two more. One, uh, cover to cover, The Wizard of Oz. There is oh, so much metaphysical uh, teachings in I've that book. I've never read film. the book. And, okay. and you can even Google, as I'm going to do with Alice in Wonderland, you even can Google metaphysical um, uh, constructs in The Wizard of Oz, right? Because there's so much. Nice. But the other book, there's a book by a guy named Shel Silverstein. That's my dude. The sidewalk at, at the end of the sidewalk. Oh, yeah. And then did you ever read The Missing Piece Meets the Big O? Yes, Woo! but the one that makes me cry is the giving tree. Oh, yes. The giving tree makes me cry, but he has he has Sarah in the book. Sarah Cynthia Sylvia Stout would not take her garbage out. Oh, she scoured the pots and scraped the pans, canned the yams, jarred the jams, but no matter how much her daddy would scream and shout, Sarah, skip it out, out, out. She simply would not take that garbage out. And so it piled up to the ceiling, coffee grounds, potato peelings, rotten bananas, sour cheese, and chunks of sour cottage cheese to fill the can to cover the floor, block the window, block the door with coffee grounds and chicken bones and drippy ends of ice cream cones, prune pits, peach pits, orange peels, and gloopy globs of cold oatmeal. The garbage rolled on dog down the hall. It broke the window, it bust the wall with cellophane from green bologna, rubber blubbery macaroni, cold french fries, rancid meat, and yellow lumps of cream of wheat. At last, the garbage got so high. 
sky. Then finally it touched the sky and all the neighbors moved away. And none of the kids would come out to play. And finally Sarah, Cynthia Stout said, okay, I'll take the garbage out. But then, of course, it was much too late. The garbage reached across the state from New York to the Golden Gate and there. In that garbage she so hate, poor Sarah met a terrible fate. But that I cannot now relate because the hour is much too late. But children, always remember Sarah Stout and always take your garbage out. <laughs> oh, you know, some, you know some stories. You know some words. We got to come back and get together. Tell people how they can find you. All right. Okay. So I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as Angela Gibbs. I was Angela E. Gibbs. I, the PR people that I have now for the show, Not Dead Yet, um, they okay. have said, take the, let's take the E out. So Angela Gibbs. And, uh, and I want to give a quick shout out that in a month, my mother is going to have a boutique, uh, an online boutique on her website nice. selling cups and aprons that say there's no place like home and T-shirts with their face on it. So we'll have to have her on, okay, to talk about She got to do both shows. She got to come do my morning show because they purchase on my morning show. Oh, and people will go out and buy her things. And then we got to come out here and we got to chop it up for 30 minutes like we doing. Okay. But you got to come back for part two because I only scratched the surface with you. Let me know. Okay. I love you so much. God bless you, you real too. good. Thank you. Yay. Mwah. Angela Gibbs, actress, producer, writer, uh, a teacher of this craft, breather of this craft. I'm honored to have had you Amen. here today. Hey, y'all, it Michael. It's a pleasure. Thank you, goddess. Michael talks to everybody. He's here three days a week. I do three new shows every week, y'all. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I've only done 121 so far. So I understand if you haven't heard about it. But now you know about us. Y'all should be seeing us or listening to us on a regular basis. Also, you can catch my morning show five days a week on YouTube, Michael Kalia's Morning Show. We have comedians, we have uh, poets, we have musicians, and we pray every show. We create a show where you can come and laugh and pray every day. And if all else fails, just go and write me, Comic King 123 at AOL.com. Remember, life is a garden if you dig it, and uh, just keep God first. It's going to be all right as soon as the swelling go down. See you later. I had a good time today. I hope y'all did too, man. Thank y'all for checking us out here at Michael Talks to Everybody. Hey, you can follow me, man. I'm easy to follow. I'm on Instagram, just under at Michael Kaya. I'm on TikTok. That's Michael Kaya 135. I have a very sexy webpage called TheRealMichaelKaya.com. You know, you go over there, you can find out about my merchandise and what I'm doing and where all my shows are. Everything is right there. Or if you really love me, you can go to my cash app. That's dollar sign, Michael Kaya's money. I'm playing with y'all, but I accept green stamp, food stamp, Canadian money. I'll take your bus transfer if you got some time left on it. And my morning show, oh my goodness, the Michael Kaya morning show. That's 7 a.m. Pacific time, yo, five days a week. This has been a Raylock Group production. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Hyatt Ziva Riviera Cancun at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Wednesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. 